Greetings and salutation, our good people. Welcome to another episode of It's Relational. My name is Kimar. My name is Deani. And on this episode, we have a special guest coming online with us. Someone actually really near and dear to us. Very close to our heart. Very, very. You know, we met, well, we met individually. I met her. Her name is Monica. I met Monica back in 2008. And I met Monica back in 2010. So clearly there's some time that we went through here. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> she's been with us since the beginning of our journey. <laughs> My goodness. It's, it's surreal when you think about it. So Monica, you know, just to give a little background on her. You know, she's under 40. She growing up a little bit. She's been a little bit more of a mentor for me. Um, I'm going to let her kind of talk about how she was. But, you know, she's a very, you know, special individual to both me and Deanna. She has a couple of, you know, stories that I know she may get into that just, you know, should be inspiring to a lot of people because, you know, everybody's story is unique. It's different, but it's their story. And that's what we always appreciate. Right. And plus, she really exemplifies the term woman of strength. Resiliency. Yes. Talk about it. So without further ado, I want to welcome Miss Monica to come on with us. Welcome, Monica. Hey, uh, so I'm about to cry because (laughs) I was not expecting that intro and I feel like I'm just amazing. So thank you. Um, So yeah, so I'm Monica. Hello, everyone listening out there in the universe. I have known these wonderful people as was stated and I am actually just very eager to get into this conversation that we have today. a little bit about me. I'm not too interesting. I wouldn't say that I am. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say. <laughs> all right, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'm terrible at introducing to myself. By the way. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll help you. Yeah, right. you're very much interesting, but go on, girl. <laughs> so let, let's help. So we already know you're under forty. Where do you currently reside? I mean, we know all this already, but you know, just for yeah, yeah, listeners, yeah, yeah. where do you reside? Do you have any kids? And what's your, you know, your career right now? So I am from the boogie down, the BX, the Thoroughest oh. Borough. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, all day, eh? <laughs> all day, all day. <laughs> um, I am actually single, no kids currently. Uh, that's by choice. I know that's like a conversation we'll get into, yes. but mm-hmm. my singleness is definitely by choice. It's not because you know. I've cho- chosen this life for me right now at this stage. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. Any pets? I, I have a cat that's with my mom right now. His name is Oreo. He's a terror. And I feel like he's the reason I don't think I'm going to have kids. I want to have kids, mm-hmm. but every time I have to take care of him, I'm just like, I don't want to have kids because you're a lot and you're a cat. And all I do is clean your litter and feed you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least kids kind of grow out of that. Yeah, phase, they right? do. And then they yeah. feed themselves. <laughs> That's okay, right. Oreo. I like that name. <laughs> yeah. um, so good to hear. Good to hear. Career wise, where do you stand? I know we know, you know, some insight of what you're working on, but, you know, what is it that you uh, kind of focused in now? Uh, see, I forgot this question. But yes, I am currently uh on leave uh because i have a disability i have lupus um for those that are tuning in 
Um, and it has caused me to have stage five kidney failure, which means that I can't be around people because I have a weakened immune system. And so right now I'm just currently working at my house, watching movies, if you want to call that a job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I catch up on the latest movies, TV shows, I read. Um, but prior to this, I was an operations manager at Mount Sinai. And then I was also an executive minister at my church. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. So, you know, we know a couple of things and we just wanted to say, you know, the way how, you know, this is going back to describing you, your resiliency with, you know, going through, you know, lupus has been, you know, astounding. It's just been something yes. where, mm-hmm. you know, you've always stood firm and stood strong and, you know, maybe you've shown that persona to us, but I know mm-hmm. it's not only shown to us, it's kind of showing it to yourself because who you are in front of other people is also who you are behind closed doors. Yes. At least it should be. Yes. So, you know, we just always want to, you know, commend you for just always being resilient because you never cowered, you never backed into a corner, you never just, you know, cut everything off and just gave up. Yeah. And that's what I appreciate so much about you, Monica. Like mm-hmm. you never gave up on yourself. Yes. Aww, you know, and you. you're welcome. And a lot of people, they go through different things in their lives, different challenges, and they give up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you shouldn't give up when you know there's breath in your lungs, you can still fight another day. Yeah. And I right. love that you're keeping up the fight and that you still have, you know, a great look outlook on life, oh, even through all that you've been through. Absolutely. And I love that. Aww, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it has definitely been a struggle, I would say, because although one thing that I've also made very clear, especially like in my story mm-hmm. is that I still show my struggles because there's been days where I've literally spent the entire day just crying because I just had enough mm-hmm. and I couldn't explain why I was going through it. Couldn't even. So even when I tried to tell my mom, like I would say, mom, today is just not a good day. And she's, she's one that asks a million questions because she's of that era. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, why? What is happening? Tell me what you're going through. And I'm explaining it to her. And she's just like, it sounds like you're having a mood swing. And I would just have to sit in my mood swing, let it go through its emotion, and then the next day be back to myself. So it's just like one of those things that I've gotten into the habit of just allowing myself the peace of mind of allowing to not be okay every day Mm. along this journey, which has helped a lot. Because once I got that in my mind, when I'm not having an okay day, I was fine. So yeah, that's good. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that you you get to learn because I think especially for us as Caribbeans, you know how our parents are always expecting an A. If you get a B plus, it's just like, but where's my A? If you Mm -hmm. get an A minus, it's like, where's the A plus? And it's like always having to step up that standard. um, And then finally having to recognize like, I can't be the perfect person for everybody. I need to be the perfect person for me. exactly because sometimes you have to choose yourself yeah definitely i choose me yep yep Mm -hmm. well monica i mean where do we start with you i mean you know our you know i like to always say you know my cup runneth over when (laughs) when speaking to certain people and you're definitely one of those um Uh persons so i know we have a segment today uh we're gonna go over you know your choices or your your single-handed choice Um, We really want to kind of get into just understanding, you know, relationships on a whole for not just, you know, persons who are in in a relationship, but those for who are single. Right. 
because it mm-hmm. is a choice. You know, some people it's, you know, um, involuntary, you know, it's a whole other story. And some people it is voluntary. So, you know, we want to run uh, a couple ideas with you and see, you know, your mindset and just see where you stand. So I guess let me kick it off to you. You know, how long would you say you've been single now? Ooh, so this is a loaded question. Oh, boy. Uh, and the reason is, is because about three or four years ago, mm-hmm. I had just ended, I'm doing air quotes, a uh, relationship. <laughs> Although we were just talking, it wasn't like officially that we were together or we were dating. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were like, it's so stupid because when I explain this to you, you're going to be like, I understand, but it doesn't make sense when you say it out loud. So I was talking to somebody for three years and we were together, but weren't together. Mm. And we recently like ended, I actually ended all communication about right before the pandemic, I would say Mm -hmm. I ended all communication or a little bit before that 2019, maybe I ended all communication and that was the last time I've actually been like talking, dealing with whatever the keywords are that people are using these times for, uh, <laughs> a, a, what is it? Situationship, like all those words that you think of, like right. I was in that, with this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was in that with this person prior to that. The last time was when I was in Costa Rica in 2011, uh, prior to that was in college which was 2005. Okay. Wow. wow. I'm been sick. I'm sorry. I'm like thinking out loud. I've been single a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, it's a personal choice, Absolutely. you know, and it depends on your mindset in that time frame or where you're right. at. Right, you know? right. So how long would you say uh, was your last relationship then? Like the actual true relationship that you had? So if I was to go by the definition of an actual relationship, like me and this person are dating, dating, I would have to say it lasted, uh, I think it was a year, two years. And that was in college. Everything after that has been like these situational type things. No, I lie. Because even though one in Costa Rica, no, that was also a situationship. I'm like running it through my head because we were talking And so this is why I was saying like these questions is going to be interesting to have this is because that person in Costa Rica, I was talking to them when I came back to New York, I found out that he had a girlfriend in California. And when I, cause I had found out prior from his Facebook page, cause this chick has said, I loved you. And I was like, who is this girl? And he was like, no, there's just some girl that I know that I used to talk to. She left, she lives in California and we don't talk no more. Come to find out after I came back to the States, they're still together and the both of them left and moved to Hawaii. The the last person I was talking to, right. The last person I was speaking to, he actually had a whole girlfriend in another country and I didn't find out until after the fact. Oh my gosh. I don't understand these guys sometimes. It's like, it's either one or the other. Why, why are we like trying to do both? Yeah, it's just like, and I don't get it because for me as a person, I'm just like, I'm of the mindset that we live in a time that if at least you tell me, give me a heads up and say, here's the situation. I have a girlfriend. I have a boyfriend. I have this. I have that. Whatever. Here it is. 
Are you willing to come and be a part of this? And if we all at equal parties are saying, okay, fine, but don't have me throw me out to the water and then expect me to be like, oh, hunky dory. Like, yeah, I'm gonna stay with you after I find out all these different things. You didn't give me the choice. So now I'm out. You chose for me instead of me choosing for for myself. And it's funny when I would see that sometimes, like if someone tells you like, okay, this is a situation where it's not going to be a relationship. We're going to be together. We're going to go on dates. We're going to do certain things, but we're not going to be in a relationship. Are you okay with that? Right. And as much as how harsh that may sound, like at least they're up front and not hiding behind certain Mm -hmm. things or like, you know, pretending that it's something else when it's not. It's best to be the straight up what you want. So you expect the same from the other person. Right. Um, I agree 100% because I also feel like communication as a person. So I'm talking specifically from a person from a single mindedness. I find like a lot of the issues that I have when it comes with dating is that everybody has these expectations that nobody is willing to voice. So I go into this relationship expecting to be um, your priority. I'm expecting to be treated like a queen. I'm expected to have monogamy, right? These are my expectations. My partner, on the other hand, may think, may expect to come in this relationship monogamous at first, but then end up becoming polygamous or pansexual or whatever the other things are, right? but never tells me. So now when he says to me, I think we should bring somebody in. Now this is an argument because you didn't tell me from the jump that this was your expectation. Right. Exactly. Like that's what you said, the communication and it goes for every which way possible. When you communicate how you feel, what you feel, everything else, it just makes things much easier. So people, we don't have time to be playing mind games. No one has superpowers to read your mind. Just mm-hmm. say what it is that you want so we can go about our day properly. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree. Wow. Well, well, <laughs> very interesting. Very interesting. So, you know, I guess going into the, 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 the same question and, you know, talking about your last relationship, I mean, you kind of already gave the answer, but it might be a little bit more to expand on it. What was really mm-hmm. that deciding factor for you to really end your last relationship? And obviously, I think you're the one who pretty much closed it up. But, you know, let's let's hear from you on that. Um, so what ended it for me was the fact that one at the time. So because of the time span, I have grown definitely to where I am now, where I just realized like I am worth a certain level and I'm not taking less than that. And the older I get, the less I'm willing to pull up with people's BS, right? Right. So um, back when I was at that moment, it also, I was, so I was like searching for somebody because I wanted to get married and the goal was to get married. And here was this person that we were talking. He had come to my house several times, never tried to, never made a move on me. So now as a single woman, I'm like, ooh, this man didn't try to kiss me, hug me, take advantage of me. This might be a good dude. So I continued on into the relationship. And once I found out two years in that he had a girlfriend, which was just like, that in itself was like pulling teeth to figure that out because it was like, oh, I got to tell you something, but I don't want to tell you something because I don't know how you're going to react. And then I had to, right. And then I had to just come to the idea of, you know what, Monica, 
he may seem like a good dude, but this is not the dude for you. Because mm-hmm. if he can make you feel like trash and ultimately make you the, the second woman instead of the first, or rather make you the second woman, but treat you like the first, when she comes here, you're going to get second place and you're worth more than that. And so I had to say, you know what? This has been real, has been fun, but I'm out throwing my deuces. You can go ahead, school yourself. I'm done with you. Don't call me. Don't text me nothing. Granted, he didn't listen, but. <laughs> <laughs> because he wants his take and eat it too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's how that ended. So it was literally like, I dibble dabbled for a little bit, throwing hints of like not calling him as often, not texting. He didn't get that. So then I had to be the, the root, not rude, but like the abrasive Monica that I don't like people to see a lot of the times. And I was just like, yo, dude, do not call me. Do not text me. Come to my house and there will be problems. Mm. He still calls, still texts. Why are you not answering my calls? Why are you not doing this? And I'm just like, am you I not know why? <laughs> right. Like, and so finally, three years later, although he still likes my photos on Instagram, he's gotten an issue. <laughs> he's gotten a point. Wow. Um, so yeah. so the way I'm hearing this then, Monica, eventually he got to the point where he had to get the, I guess what I would say the old school Monica that I remember coming up, that was rough. A little, a little, a little, I don't want to say rough around the edges, but, you know, ready to put somebody in a headlock and kind of like, you What know. did I tell you? <laughs> don't talk to me. <laughs> um, yeah. So I had to be, especially in that kind of a situation, I had to be very much like that because he just wasn't getting it. Like I wouldn't, I would do the nice thing. Like I don't block people. I don't think it's a thing to block people. That just takes too much effort on my part to go and press the blocks button. Right. I hear you. Um, and so it was just like, I had to do it repeatedly because I think he was so accustomed to girls giving in to him that he was just like, if I continue to pester her, she's just going to give in. Mm. And I had to just be firm and just be like no this is what it is I had to be very when I talk to you like no emotions it was just like you're you're a stupid person I don't know why God has placed you on this earth like I had to go there for him to like finally somewhat get it and then even going there he still didn't get it and I was just like I'm done (laughs) and then to make matters even worse is that I'm friends with his best friend and so he would go to her to ask her about what's happening with me wow Oh my God, he yeah. didn't want to let go. What lens? Man, you're what amazing, lens? Monica. He won't let you go, girl. Yo, I and I, I'm trying to figure out how am I that amazing? Because granted, granted, I'm an Aries, so I already think that I'm amazing, but I just want to understand how other people see my awesomeness. Right. <laughs> well, they see it. <laughs> Clearly, they see it. Uh, so I, wow. <laughs> I'm just a little bit lost for words right there, Uh, but (laughs) it's all good. At least he finally got the point, you know, and as a woman, a lot of times we have to be able to muster up, you know, tap into that little testosterone that's in us as well to just put our foot down and let the guy know or whoever, like, listen, I'm not standing for this. Leave me alone. Let it go. You know, and that's good that you're able to do that. Cause like you said, he's used to um, women giving into him and it's good that you are able to find that strength and just be like, no means no, that's it. Right. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 
I think the the whole dating scene, this era, like the 20th century is very much different than the 19th century from out the gate. There's too many options for men, mm-hmm. um, especially when there's this narrative of there's more females than men. So what that tells a man, and I'm not saying this is a thing that all men do, but as a woman looking at it, it makes it feel like men, because they have so much of an option, they feel like they can do anything and we just got to put up with it as a woman. Mm. Mm, interesting. Yeah, yeah I don't know how true that is, but... Yeah, it was a lot simpler back then, right? <laughs> oh. I mean, we're also coming into the uh, the internet age yeah. and the social media age, so that also plays another factor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so a lot of things involved with that, you know, so... Who knows? So I feel as much as I, I like to know, Kamara like to know as well. Say your your former significant other, right? Mm-hmm. Say they went through a change. Say they did. They went through a complete change of themselves and they wanted to make amends with you and just work things out. Would you or would you not? So the old Monica would say no because an ex is an ex for a reason. Um, the new, the older Monica, I feel like that would have to be one of those things where people are now vouching for your change outside of me just seeing your change, mm. if that makes sense. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Okay. Um, just because I've seen so much craziness that I'm just like, people will tell you anything to get anything and give you hit you with the okie doke and then by the time you turn around you're just like what how did I get here again yeah Mm. it's true it's true it's good like what you said to have people vouch for your change you know it's not just that person's words like people can say like hey you know he used to be this now he's this now like man he's not the same guy like he was in college or back in high school right and I think because some people stay the same as much as we age gracefully, a lot of people say the same unless they make that conscious responsibility to want to change themselves. Right. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 a lot of, um, I think it also has to do a lot with just like age in itself because when when I look at my friends, especially those that are married, the person that they were in their 20s as versus to the person they now in their late thirties, two different people, right? So the wants are different. The expectations are different. Like when I was in my twenties, I wanted to get married because I wanted to have kids and I wanted to be in relationships and I wanted to be with somebody because I wanted to feel loved. Now in my late thirties, it's like, I feel loved because my parents just like do the most for me. So if my, if whoever I'm dating doesn't meet the bare minimum that my parents do for me, we're going to have a problem at start. I love myself. Like I'm cool with that. And it's just like these different things. Then it's like thinking about why do I want to get married? Is it because somebody told me this is what I had to do? Do I want to get kids because this is what the dream is supposed to be? Or do I want to have kids for other reasons? So these are the things that take up my mind now as a single person thinking about getting into the dating field right 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 that's good because it's true society places a lot of certain things that is expected of of a woman like you should be married at this age and you should be in a relationship all the time and you should have kids and you shouldn't focus on your career and it's a lot of things that society puts on us as women and it pressures us to want to make these kind of 
life decisions mm-hmm. off of what society wants instead of mm-hmm. making it a personal decision. Again, choosing yourself. What do Monica want? What do Deanny want in a sense? And all other women out there, choose what you want for you. Because Correct. guess what? Whatever decision you make, it affects your life. Doesn't matter what the public says. Affects your yeah. life. <laughs> you got to live with it, you know? It's, 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 it's true. It's true. I mean, I, it's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Well, you know, you know, what I've always been learning, you know, going through a couple of these recording, both of us, you know, we're getting to learn, you know, people whom we've known for X amount of time, even more on a, on a, you know, more intimate, deeper level. And I can truly appreciate this because it kind of goes into my next question. You know, what would you say, you know, what has been single for this amount of time taught you? And one thing I will always say coming up, um, you've always been a mentor for me and my cousin um, in the youth ministry. And that was also very vital because that helped us avoid certain, you know, avenue situations. Um, So that's something I'm always eternally grateful for. But not that you came and told us, hey, guys, I'm in a relationship. Hey, guys, I'm single. You know, the perception was always, you know, you were always uh, uh, a single independent woman. And mm-hmm. you just show that it was OK to be single. Like, you know, some people run to be in a relationship haphazardly mm-hmm. and not really work on themselves. But I've always seen you like I'm like, whoa, like I think she's single because whomever is out there ain't ready to handle, you know, you know, for lack mm-hmm. of better words, like all this woman so to speak right right? like i am i'm not here to cower down like i'm here to stay and i'm here to not challenge you but i'm here to like stand firm yeah she always you always shown a lot of confidence with grace monica thank you thank you you always shown that and i love that you like had like amazing career paths as well it should that you know you can accomplish what you want to accomplish and you always strive for excellence Mm -hmm. you know Cause right. like, like, like what she just said, like, if you can't love me, like how my parents love mm-hmm. me, like, it's not gonna, where, where are we going? You know, just don't even yeah. call me basically. Cause you, you want the best and we should right. all want that for ourselves. Wanting the best cause you deserve it. And it's, you're worth it. Right. To believe you. I, I appreciate that. Um, so I receive all of those words. I receive that. Um, Because I do have to say that uh, growing up, a lot of the times, I don't necessarily think I saw that in myself. Um, And then it was also just like the type of parents that I have, like my dad and me have very similar traits. Like we talk loud all the time for no reason. Like (laughs) nothing could be happening, but our, our voice goes to like this range of like anger. And it's like, there's nothing that we're saying that is angry. Like we can just say, bring me a drink, a glass of water. But that note that we hit sounds like we're pissed off at you. And I don't know. I think I get a lot of my um, assertiveness and just like um, independentness and just like, I can do it on my own and I'm going to get it done from my dad. Uh, Cause that's what he exudes. And I take a lot of my traits from him. So it could just been that masculine side of me that pushes forward more than my feminine side. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So that's maybe where it comes from. But I don't know if I necessarily, like I was saying, when I was growing up, thought of it like that. I thought of it as just like me holding myself, my heart, my everything close to my chest so that the people around me didn't know what I was going through because suffering and silence is what we do as people of color, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I, I actually am wondering, like, did a lot of the things that you guys saw that was positive and took away with and helped you uh, 
do life better or do life from your point of view. If me living in that same part was more of a me just holding everything so close because I was just afraid of people seeing me in pain or mm-hmm. seeing me hurting or seeing me right. um, not being okay. And so I didn't have the, the, the opportunity to, to show that because I had to always be the bigger, the stronger person for everybody else around me. Right. Cause remember at that time I'm dealing with, I was 20 something dealing with teenagers. Yes. Teenagers mm-hmm. has a lot. They have a lot of things happening. They got parents. Cause I was also like counseling kids on how to talk to their parents and how to deal with parents. And I was counseling parents on how to deal with their kids. Mind you, I'm, I'm, just barely 20 something years old going through my own issues with my family and my life. And I'm trying to do the same thing with everybody else around me. Um, well, so I would have to say that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That that's crazy that you, you were going through things, but you didn't show it. So if we, if you did show, we would have seen a different, um, different viewpoint of you and have a different understanding of you. And as much as, you know, I, I wouldn't have wanted to see you in pain and Mm -hmm. see you like show your struggles, you know, but it would have been great to have talked to you about it. So at least we can learn from each other. So if I went through that struggle, at least I can learn from you that been through it. But I like that what you did show us, it just like really inspired us. Right. So much, as much as you didn't, you didn't even know. That's why it's like everybody, we all live in a glass house, you know? So yeah. Like how you present yourself can really either inspire someone or really like make someone be very deterred, you know, and that's man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the way how honestly, Monica, you carried yourself just to give like an example, you know, you could have pretty much like broken your arm and none of us would have known because you would have carried on with the mission like nothing right. happened. Like your arm is still like intact, but it's there broken, but you're just still moving on and doing everything like you normally would so like that's just how what we always kind of saw like you know given that a, mm. you know impression example of how it was yeah right. so you i can tell that you from what you, from being single you and just knowing and like you said loving yourself you know it really taught you a lot mm-hmm. yeah you know? one thing that sorry go ahead no you go ahead um, one thing that I wanted to uh, touch on, because I don't think I touched on it, it was uh, the question about what would I say that I've accomplished as a single person. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to be very clear for people that are listening. Uh, single life, I have come to recognize, recognize is not for everyone. So mm. I just want to put that out there. Talk about um, it. Hold on, hold on. Expand on that one. Okay. Just like I would say marriage life isn't for everybody. So to Sorry. expand on what, what I mean by... Um, single life isn't for everybody because I realized like the accomplishments I've made as a sing- while I was single could not have happened when, while I was dating someone. So Ooh. I, mm-hmm. I was able to pick up and leave my city job, right. Working for the city, got a good for, um, pension M- money was kind of weak, but it's like, when you work for the city payment is not what we're looking for. We're looking for the benefits and the benefits were great. I left all that to pick up and go to move to a whole nother country where I knew no one. Could I have done that when I was dating somebody or married? Heavens to the no, because there yeah. would have been, we would have ended up breaking up. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. I ended up coming back. So now imagine me living in a whole nother country. If I had started dating then, 
I would have never came back to the States where I've gotten my master's and now own my own place. Like I wouldn't be doing, be able to move around as flexibly as, I don't even know if that's a word. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, it's Monica's word, flexibly, okay? <laughs> I wouldn't be able to move around as freely, freely as I have been if I was connected to somebody else. Mm. Um, I would also say like a lot of the focus wouldn't be on me because then I also ended up going and getting my master's. Um, the time that it takes to put in and invest to, into a relationship, I wouldn't have been able to invest into myself. So now I'm at a place where if I go outside in basketball shorts and a t-shirt and everybody's like, yo, you don't look like a girl. I didn't ask you. I'm cool. If I was into my looks or in a relationship, like my mindset would always be like, I always have to be presentable. I always have to be this. I always have to be that. Although people may not tell me this, but this is just an assumption that, especially in a Caribbean household, like you are automatically deemed like if you are a woman, you're supposed to look a certain way. Being single has given me the opportunity to just like be comfortable in all aspects of my life, understand what my deal breakers are, understand that being in a relationship does not make me whole, does not make me better, does not make me more than anyone else or more than where I am right now. All a relationship does is add to my situation. If my situation at its foundation is weak, no matter how much this relationships or people I try to bring in is going to eventually break because my foundation is built on sand. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Drop a bomb for her, man. Drop a bomb. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. That's a, li- that. <laughs> a little gem. Right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I would say little gem, but yeah. you know, that gem. was an asteroid. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It takes time to get here. I don't Absolutely. expect people in their 20s to get there like this. It typically happens once you hit past your like 30s that you start to go through this. But the earlier you can get this tea, the better, because then it just saves you a lot of uh heartache, headache, and all the aches in the world. Mm. Mm. So true. From what I'm hearing, I feel I feel like I know the answer to this question, but I want to hear your perspective, right? So mm-hmm. are you like open to relationship nowadays now? I am, but I also, I don't like to say but, I like to say and, but for this situation, I'm going to say but. <laughs> you can't come with the old okie doke. Like, here's an example. Um, so I've also recognized that I'm very spoiled. And what I mean by that is that my parents still cook for me. I live on my own. My mom still cooks me Sunday dinner, Sunday breakfast. And she brings, right. And she brings it to my house. Um, my dad still drives me everywhere. My mom picks me up from dialysis, uh, picks me up from dialysis. It takes me to my house. My mother would leave her job when I was working. She worked on the upper west side she would leave her job on the upper west side to come on the lower east side to pick me up from work to take me to my house if you're not bringing the same type of energy what we doing Mm. and that's why I said like I am open but I'm not saying you got to do what my parents are doing because it's very extreme and I'm very spoiled I get it but if the bare minimum is like we're here I cook and you can't wash the dishes what we doing yep exactly where is the compromise right like I can't be holding this down and you just watching tv like it has to be a 50 50 and that's that's all I'm asking I could ask for you to be exactly like my parents I could because I know what that life is like but I'm not I'm asking you to just do 50 50 
if you can't bring that, then the singlehood is where I will be for the rest of my life. Okay. Okay. That's good to have a standard and like to have to let the person know, like, this is where you, you got to meet up, meet me up at, you know, right. It may not be perfect, but at least meet me in the middle, have a sense of teamwork and a compromise, right. Right. Communicate first and foremost, what to expect, you know, so we both have an understanding. Yeah. Communication is key. Communication Mm -hmm. is key. Um, I mean, I feel like we might've gotten kind of the answer to um, another thought of mine that came to me. Um, but I'll still ask anyway, what mm-hmm. would you say with that next relationship? What would you say is a non-negotiable item or rule for that relationship? I mean, you might have already kind of hit it with the quote unquote, unquote, spoiled manner. Mm-hmm. Um, but you may have something else to expand on that. So let's hear from you. A non-negotiable for the next relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't have a, another girlfriend. Non-negotiable. <laughs> Definitely <Yes>. not. <laughs> it's number one and number one only. Okay. <laughs> No extra people on the side. Um, but seriously, I think for me, a non-negotiable, and this is gonna come from left, right? Because right. we haven't spoken about this. Like you have to be like a Christian Christian. And we haven't even spoke about faith and like how that involves and like the whole single singledom and things like that. Well, we got but time. I, we got time. Oh, cool. So <laughs> I would say like faith has to be one honesty, loyalty. Um, I'm all about your character. What you look like, that changes over time. You may get more uh, more beautiful the older you get. You may get more ugly the older you get. Who cares? That's superficial. But your character is one thing that is a non-negotiable for me. Because if you're trash to your friends and your mom, you're going to be trash to me. And I can't, we can't do that. So that's like, definitely a non-negotiable um as far as like faith and stuff like that I feel like I want somebody that knows the Christ of the Bible not the Christ that the world portrays if that makes sense big difference big difference big difference Mm -hmm. definitely yeah um because when I hear Christians speak especially on things like the vaccine because of the pandemic and where we are and like people not wearing masks and God is only for white people or God is only for black people or God is this way and God is that way. I'm just like, where is this guy that you guys talk about? Because the one that I read in the Bible is not like this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like he is of love. Yes. Because people talk about that part, but he's also a vengeance God. Like he does wrath. Like he's not going to just let you be out here all willy nilly. Your man opened up the floor and sucked the whole person in. Like, he is more than one and this whole limitation or this box that we put Christ in or God in, I'm not for that. So I think for me, that's like one thing too. And in being single, that's another thing that I had to really dig deep in because while this entire time that I'm single, my faith has definitely got stronger. Granted, I may not pray or read my Bible as much as I should, but best to believe you're not going to deter me anyway. No, no way, no pant. Like, Yes, I'm so, grounded. Mm-hmm. Yo, so invested that anything that happens, I'm just like, this is God looking out for me. I'm also not the type though to be like, oh, that's Satan. Like Satan's not around every corner for me. That's another thing, which is also very <laughs> biblical. But um <laughs> oh, gosh. 
so so that's how my singledom has like also connected to my faith and my Christianity is just like I've also recognized that whoever I date and whoever I look to be the next person that I'm going to be with hopefully for the end that would be it um these are the things that I'm looking for. Like, how is your relationship with Christ? What does your relationship with Christ look like? What does Christianity mean for you? Are you a Christian Christian or you're just a Christian Christian Christian? And how do you live amongst people? How do you treat other people? How is your character? What is that built on? How do you treat your mom? How do you treat your father, your friends? Like all these different nuances make up a person. And I'm looking for all of these um, for the next person. And I think like, if you don't check these boxes, those will be a non-negotiable for me. Talk about it. Definitely. All right. And I, I love that. I love that you, you know what you want, you know, and then you have different values and what you expect from the person. So Mm -hmm. guys out there, now, you know, if you, (laughs) if you're not, if you're coming, come correct or don't come at all. You can't leave her number in the bio, but (laughs) do not reach out unless the boxes are all checked. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you got to be properly vetted too, right? You know, exactly. And that's what I love about my friends, right? Is that whenever I start dating people or when people get get to know me, they're always like, I need to meet whoever you're dating before you officially make it official Mm. because you, we don't want you to get hurt. And I'm just like, really? Thanks. It's that deep though. It's that deep. Yo. Listen, because Monica, we all, you know, know you and we know once you're committed, you're committed, right? Yeah. So why have somebody who's just going to come try to do the hoodwink and pull one over you just for a one, you know, one moment thing? Like, no, it's you're here. It's here to build for the long term, not here for just, you know, oh, you know, green light, I we out and then that's it. You know, it's right. somebody who's here for the long run. So, you know, it's just not to waste your time because time, right. you know, you know, we can talk about time, you know, it's, mm. it's finite, but you know, time is, you know, we can invest it, we can spend it or we can waste it. So we want it to be properly spent and invested correctly. Amen. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So. Yes. We care about you, Monica. Uh, so, <laughs> so um, growing up, right. Have mm-hmm. you seen any like good examples of a healthy relationship like how it should look like so this is going to be bad because everybody hates this guy mm-hmm. but bill cosby oh. and felicia rashad yeah yo the cosby's was i like you yeah i'm sorry mm-hmm. i was like did i use her wrong name claire huxtable and bill huxtable this is bill huxtable whatever claire. the claire. cosby show yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was an excellent ideal growing up of what a relationship looked like. That family matters. Um, Just like two, it's like husband and wife, each person doing whatever, each person either working, um, whatever, but they both were very involved in their household situation. My personal relationship, which I think happens for most uh, immigrant um, families is that you have one person work while the next person is working two or three shifts to make sure that everybody can eat. So you may see your mom Monday through Friday and you see your dad Saturday and Sunday. And then, or you may be leaving for school and your dad is coming home from work or your mom is coming home from work. Growing up, I didn't really like it, but I get it now that I'm an adult. Like somebody had to pay for this roof. 
Somebody yeah. had to pay for this food to be on your table. Would have rather to grow up with both my mom and dad at the same time where we're just like having meals all the time together. Yes. Could it have happened? No. I also want to just give a shout out to my parents because what they did do well was every Friday we would go out to Red Lobsters or Sizzlers. You might guys might be too young for Sizzlers, but Sizzlers was a thing. And is it still it was, around? This is no, gone, it's not. Man. Oh gosh, Sizzlers is gone. Well, well now yes. there's um, Applebee's, so there you go. Maybe yeah, so Applebee's is Sizzlers. Who knows? <laughs> um, so that was like a thing that we used to do, where we would go out on Friday and we would always eat out. And my parents did made sure to do that so that they could bring home enough. And then we would at least spend Friday to go out every week and just be with each other. Um, so like those kinds of things that I, I really appreciated my mom. Um, she used to do, and this is more on a parenting side. She used to do this thing called tea time. And I tell everybody that's having kids, like you should do this with your kids. Um, she would set aside a Saturday where it would just be us girls. And we would, she would dress me and my sister up and we would break out the silverware. I'm talking about the good China. And we would sit down and have tea time and just talk about our day. And everybody would get dressed up and we would have tea and biscuit and just talk like Queens and stuff like that. And my mom used to do that for us a lot. Um, my dad, I used to go to his shop with him to go learn how to fix cars and things like that. So like individually, I have very different relationships with my parents. Um, so I saw that from like the child aspect, but when it came to like marriage, I looked more towards TV because it was like, I would rather have had that than when I got, because TV makes it look amazing. It makes it right. look easy. Yeah. That's yeah, not life. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's how I, I think about it. I think like practicality wise, my family was fine because, you know, people had to go out, get that biscuit, um, that bacon and people had to eat and somebody has to pay for this roof. But when I think about like what I would feel like to be in a relationship with what a household looked like, I think of TV. Mm. Yeah. It's true. There were, there were a lot of good um, TV relationships that really showed how a husband and wife should be like healthy. And when they handle right. the issues of like the children and like, how they work on that and just be, you know, like, like they always say, we are a team, right? Don't let them break this, um, break our, our, our fourth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Our union. Yeah. Don't let them break our union. Don't let the kids come between us. You know, like we are a union together. Right. And mm -hmm. there were a lot of TV shows that really showcased that. Yeah. The Cosby's definitely did. And family matters. We actually, we watched family matters together. Um, me and Kamai, we were like, man, it's such a great show. Love it. Um, and that's beautiful what your mom did for you, having that tea time, you know, because right. a lot of times parents, they like they have a lot going on. Right. We know we see it as kids. So sometimes, you know, when you say no, you know, like it's not that they don't want to do is because they just cannot because of certain things they have to take care of. So that's good that mm -hmm. she set a time for you and your sister to give you guys her and that your dad set a time to give you give him you as well right. so you can both build a relationship with them right because that's very important parents out there you know building a relationship with your kids is very important because that helps shape them as they get older and how mm. the relationships they start to form whether with their significant other or whether with friends right. based on how you groom them coming up right yeah yeah talk about it talk about it i mean you know you, you're really hitting it for, for 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 us and for everything you know just 
it just makes sense where you're, you know, coming from and where you're understanding. And I think, like you said, that family time was really good for you, even if yes. it was just one day a week. You know, it's really good for you because look at you guys now. And shout out to your sister. Shout out to your mom and dad, of course. Right. Um, but look at you guys now today. You know, if, I, I can only assume. You still have a great family yeah. dynamic. And that's amazing. And that could be attributed to the, you know, to the fact that yeah. mom having this idea and look at that today. Yeah. And hitting up scissors for a good meal, you know, yeah. and red lobster. And then that's, right. that's good. Kids remember that. I remember every, every Sunday we had ice cream mm. and we played Monopoly. Mm. Sometimes my mom would play, um, back in Jamaica, we'd play baseball together in the trees where, where our base is. Sometimes she'll play a game called Dandy Shandy. In American mm-hmm. term, it is called, it will be a version of dodgeball. But okay. Caribbean people, we know Dandy Shandy. <laughs> yeah. And it was great that she would play with me, you know, and like have those times with me and spend time with me in that sense, you know, and I never forgot that. Right, right. And then since you mentioned that, like for me growing up, my mother had this thing where like Monday to Friday was kind of like strict. And then Fridays would be like kind of the loose day. So it would kind of be like junk food Friday. So at that point, you know, we used to always get the good stuff. So, you know, we didn't get McDonald's. We got McDonald's. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> right. It's pizza time. It's a pizza party. Yeah, right? It's only on Fridays or Fridays. I get my Chinese food and stuff like that. So those memories mm. stayed with me where it was just like, you know, I look forward to Friday because mommy's going to get the Chinese food. She's going to get the McDonald's. She's going to get the burger. Yeah, cake. the good like, stuff. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, yeah. You know, when you mentioned that, it just, you know, kind of took me and Danny back on, you know, memory lane. Yeah, a it's like, bit. Ben, what did my parents do for me? And yeah. I love that my dad would always like show up to school and he'd bring me Burger King or KFC and like so mm. many different stuff. Ask him for money, he'll shut it out because you know, my mom would be particular. That's so why I go to my dad for the dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we always have the a best. good time. Yes. Yeah. Like my parents, uh, my parents are great. They were they were very strict at certain points, but they were great. And I appreciate to have them. I really do. Yeah. 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 I I I so get you. I really really get you. It's just like one of those things where you don't think about it as a kid, but then when you get an adult, it's just like you start to think about all these things, and it's just like in the back of your mind, like dang, look at all these memories that I didn't remember, and then for some reason you have to recollect, like, wow, yeah, this is this is what life was like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or we like to probably say like life in its simpler you know terms, you know, when life was quote-unquote easier so to speak so yeah yeah it really hit it it really hit it um you know I think what I want to do now you know Monica so you know we want to just thank you for your time and your insight and just sharing with us I think we want to start to kind of wind down and just ask you one final question where I know it's going to have the most Monica-esque answer (laughs) Um, (laughs) what would you say for my um single listeners my in-between well I don't believe in in between. I think you're in a relationship or not in a relationship. Not, no right. in between. But, no situationships. No, I'm telling you, no, no situationship, no entanglements, no fling. It's either relationship or not. So, mm-hmm. what would you say for all the single listeners, or you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, fiancés, and husband and wives situations? What would you say is a last, um, you know, good point that you could mention just for all the listeners when it comes to just the growth in general to, to preparation into a relationship like let's just get like a final point that you would say is you know something you can give to all the listeners who- mm. that is like these loaded questions 
I mean, um, yeah. So I would say like the one thing, like at the top of it all, for either if you're in or out, communication. Like, just because you are the type of person that understands when somebody beats around the bush doesn't mean that the person you're communicate with, communicating with, understand the same way. So no matter what you say, make sure that you're saying exactly what you mean. That's one that I would say, like communication is key. I would also say knowing what you want and not allowing other people, like I was saying before, to tell you what you want. Because if you go into a relationship saying, you know, I want this person to love me, what does that mean? Because love to me is different than what love is to you. So understanding exactly what you want when you go into a relationship uh, before you get into a relationship while you're single while you're dating while you're trying to figure out if this is the person you want to marry understand what love looks like to you what that means to you understand um what you're expecting your expectations you have to have that listed out because if you don't you're going to walk into fire and by the time you get to the edge of the cliff you're going to be falling off and not realizing and you don't want to do that you want to have the best um, opportunities for singledom and for the dating slash married life. Mm. Um, cause like yourself, I also think people should be dating to get married because why am I dating you for? We could just be roommates. Hello. Exactly. Um, so I don't know, but that's neither here nor there, but those are like the, the things that I really think people that are listening to, if you take nothing else out, Jot down, sorry for the noise. Um, Jot down exactly what your expectations are. Your Mm non-negotiables. Learn to better communicate because even if you never get into a relationship, communicating, period, friends, family, loved ones will make it so much better if you can get your communication down. Talk about it. Dropping bombs left and right, Monica. (laughs) Left and right. So true. Everything that you said. Yeah, everything. Absolutely. So, so it's amazing. So, broken down in simplest terms, communication. Yes. <laughs> know what you want. You're an adult now. Yeah. Yeah. So speak it, yeah. know it, and express it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And show me how to love you. Show me how to love you. Yeah. Let's make this easy, right? So, and yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's really dope. That's really dope. That's true. So. Monica, you know, once more, I mean, you know, we cannot stop thanking you for, yeah, for coming on. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on with us. Um, you're definitely, you know, if, if people who don't know, you're definitely one of those OGs, so to speak. That's kind of seeing, you know, me and Deanna's relationship blossom. Um, talking about from like the boyfriend, girlfriend days to fiance to married. Like she's I know literally the seen the whole chrysalis. Monica was there, y'all. She was there. She, she saw the caterpillar, <laughs> yeah. the chrysalis, the butterfly. Yeah. You see the chaos, the flowers, the chaos, the flowers, like yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah. Yes, man. It's crazy. So, you know, we, it makes it that much better when you're able to see all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So my analogy, like I told you earlier, you kind of like, you know, as our relationship, you know, happened, you watched the baby born, but from the glass room, that's essentially how you mm. watch for like the relationship. So, you know, even though I know that's, that might be a really vivid and, you know, maybe not the best of images, but it's yeah, just to yeah. give that analogy of how close you were that you witnessed everything. And, you know, our admiration is for that because you've seen the progression and, you know, I'm not going to, you know, continue to kind of repeat myself here, but, you know, we just want to thank you so much for being on, you know, you're a strong woman, you know, fighting with, you know, fighting 
you know, the lupus and obviously continue to overcome that yeah. with, with dialysis because dialysis is not easy. You know, if yeah. you don't know what dialysis, Google it. Even if you want to Google, if you really want a good understanding, YouTube it. And then you'll yeah. understand the process of dialysis. It is not easy. So yeah. with all that goes on, Monica, you don't really show. You show your vulnerability, but not in a point of weakness. You show it to show mm-hmm. that strength to everybody. Yeah. So, you know, that's just us, you know, bigging you up a little bit, Monica. Oh. Thank I feel like so I just much, have to have you guys with me everywhere because I feel so like if people don't know I'm an Aries baby and so Aries already we're already gassed about ourselves like we already we come out the womb thinking we're <laughs> God's gift to earth right so like yeah. hearing all of this my head is like double the size and I feel like I should just have y'all in my pocket when I'm having like a bad day just like pull you guys out so I can hear all of this praise yeah <laughs> well you can always just Call and we'll let you know. Sometimes, oh. again, sometimes we forget yeah. who we are, and sometimes you just need a little reminder. Like, listen, Hello. Yeah. you are great. You are made for greatness and for greatness, mm-hmm. right? And you are made from greatness. Ooh, okay, nice. you better go ahead, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, thank you again, Monica, for being with us today, and to everyone out there, wherever you are in the world, just stay blessed. Yes, thank you. you. Have a great night.